0: Thanks for listening. For earlier access to these episodes, access to Ask Me Anything sessions, and extended breakdowns of historical and current events, please consider joining our warning premium community by clicking the link in the description to this episode. Jonathan Martin of Politico has written a long profile of Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. The headline of Politico's story reads, McConnell in Winter. Inside the GOP leader's attempt to thwart Trump, the Kentucky Republican is doing all he can to bolster Ukraine, preserve NATO, and help his party maintain its Reaganite roots. That story is really stunning revisionist history. We are in this situation today in America because of appeasement, and there is no appeaser who stands above Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell did not fight Donald Trump, did not oppose him, did not stand up to him, has not attempted to thwart him. The simple truth is that thousands of times, Mitch McConnell led a capitulation caucus, a caucus of cowards who time and time and time again would not defend their country against their political party. They would not defend their political party against the greatest demagogue to ever lead it. Instead, they rolled over. They hoped for the best. But hope isn't a strategy, and in the case of Donald Trump, it's always been a delusion. When the history of this era is written, it will not be written by this era's access journalists, hoping for the next tidbit, the next break, the next scoop on news from a McConnell staffer or lobbyist or somebody who runs the multitude of super PACs that he controls. History is written by historians. And when they look back at this era of malice, idiocy, and depravity, and they look back at Donald Trump, they will ask the question, how did this happen? How did the world's oldest constitutional republic elect his demagogue? How did the party of Abraham Lincoln and Dwight Eisenhower and Ronald Reagan collapse? And the answer to the question will be under the weight of its moral cowardice. It collapsed because of the appeasement of men like Mitch McConnell. After the events of January 6th had played out, Mitch McConnell told Jonathan Moran, this is how he felt. Quote, I feel exhilarated by the fact that this fellow finally totally discredited himself. He put a gun to his head and pulled the trigger. Couldn't have happened at a better time. Now, Liz Cheney said something that will stand the test of time. It will be etched in stone. Here's her quote. I say this to my Republican colleagues who are defending the indefensible. There will come a day when Donald Trump is gone, but your dishonor will remain. Liz Cheney was talking about you, Mitch McConnell. She was talking about almost the entirety of the Republican Party's elected membership in Washington, D.C., Understand this, the Republican Party was filled with people, all of them, nearly every elected official was against Donald Trump, until they discarded, like Lindsey Graham, every principle they claimed to hold, every shred of patriotism they claimed to possess in defense of a man, a demagogue a man who tried to install himself into the American presidency illegitimately through a coup as we approach the 250th anniversary of the nation's independence from Great Britain. It is beyond astonishing. Thank you for listening to my political commentary. If you like what you heard today, please also consider subscribing to The Warning Daily Newsletter on Substack. Our democracy hangs in the balance. The 2024 presidential election is the most consequential in America's history. It's not hyperbole. It's a fact. That is why the mission of The Warning with Steve Schmidt is to help readers orient to the currents that are shaping our times and the unseen forces driving politics that are very rarely discussed on cable news. Please sign up at Steve Schmidt. S T E V E S C H M I D T dot substack dot com. Again, Steve Schmidt dot com or at the link in the show notes section below. Thank you to each and every one of you for listening and watching. Unpacking revisionist history is going to be at the center of American politics. For a long line to come. Because as Donald Trump collapses, melts, and fades away, there will be a desperate scramble from all of the appeasers and all of the collaborators to pretend that they resisted the worst president in American history. They will pretend that they stood up against him. It will become one of the great cons in American politics. It will represent a full circle of sorts. The simple truth is, every elected Republican knew exactly who Donald Trump was at the beginning. And then they got on their knees for him, including Mitch McConnell. And they knew what was coming. There isn't a U.S. Senator or a U.S. House member who does not understand the sanctity of elections who does not understand the process it does not understand that the american system requires every single candidate every single office holder be open to the possibility that they be fired by the people that they work for and serve at the pleasure of the american people one of the great myths of this era will be that nobody could have seen the violence coming, that it wasn't organized, that it wasn't planned, that it wasn't intimated. Let's watch Donald Trump from the general election debate in the fall of 2020 call on the Proud Boys to be ready. What do you want to call them? Give me a name, give me name. a process and white, like me to white. Proud, a boy. and right proud, proud boys stand back and stand by, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left. Well, we know that the leader of the Proud Boys today is serving a long federal prison sentence for sedition, as is the leader of the Oath Keepers. Donald Trump knew exactly what he was saying months before the election. It could have been seen coming, and it was, by me and many others who understood going back to 2015 and 2016 that when Donald Trump said he would only accept an American election as legitimate if he won, that he was attacking the foundation of the country, that he was undermining the tremendous acts of humility by George Washington that brought it into existence. over? And over and over again, Republican members capitulated to Donald Trump. Each depraved act was simply a prelude to the next depraved act. And on and on it went for four years. How was NATO threatened in 2023? Simple. Because Mitch McConnell didn't call out Donald Trump in 2015, 2016, or 17, or 18, 2019, 2020, 2021, or 2022. Instead, Mitch McConnell, like all great leaders do, hoped it would just disappear, go away, And that's how the malice spread. That's how the anti-Semitism rose. That's how the number of hate crimes reached its record highs. That's how it came to be that the truth and the lie stand equal in American society. Because the Senate majority leader, the longest serving in American history, somebody who's routinely hailed as a genius by the Washington media, somebody who's hailed as a genius by his colleagues, wouldn't stand up for the U.S. Constitution, couldn't figure out how to track Trump, couldn't figure out how to defenestrate him. What he was great at, what he was world-class at, was appeasing Trump, accommodating Trump. John Kennedy saw Mitch McConnell coming a long time ago. He talked about him as the type of foolish man that would seek to ride the tiger, only to find himself inside. That is Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell thought that he could control Donald Trump. And he couldn't. And he certainly didn't try to confront him. He never walked into the Oval Office and laid down the law. He never said, let me explain to you how this works. He never looked Trump in the eye and said, fuck you, Mr. President, you may not understand this. Maybe one of your people can explain it to you, but I'm the person who has you by the balls. Mitch McConnell did none of those things. He is a coward, and that is his legacy.